Hi, dude. Thanks for having me in, man. Of course, man. This place is beautiful. Thank you very beautiful, much. Beautiful, beautiful place. I, I knew it was going to be uh, before I even came in. Yeah. Um, I know you got good style, uh, you know. <laughs> Thanks, man. Yeah. I'd, like, I'd like to think so. Yeah. You're a music guy. I think if, if the first time I met you was at Huss. Yeah. You, you were at Huss for quite a while, right? Yeah, I opened yeah. Uh, the Uptown Tap Room in 2017 and yeah. worked there until May of 2022. So yeah. five years, nice. almost to the date. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah. That's awesome. And, and what a great company to start with, right? To, to oh, yeah. go with, yeah. Great company, great culture, great owners. Yeah. Learned a lot. I was ready to t- take a step out of my own. Hell yeah, dude. Well, hey, cheers to that, man. Yeah, cheers. Mike, thanks for joining, man. Of course. So, introduce yourself and let us know where we're at. I mean, people can see in the background this amazing logo that your friend just painted yesterday. Last night. We were here till midnight. Dude, that's awesome, man. Yeah. That is awesome. Uh, so, what is your name? And, and so, your yeah, my name is Mike Chapman. Um, this is Dynamite Beer Company yeah. up in Cave Creek, Arizona. Heck yeah. Um, excited to be up here. I always like to say, uh, you know... I want to be the best place to grab a beer north of the 101. Yeah. I know it's nice. a competition with Simple Machine and those guys yeah. over there, but <laughs> I think we're the furthest, um, one of the furthest beer-focused like tap rooms in, in the, up, up north here. So Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's few and far between up this way, right? Yeah, for sure. Um, and and what, a, what a shame, right? What a beautiful kind of part of the city this is, right? I mean, yeah. if you consider part of the city, right? The, yeah. The metro area, I guess you could say. I like to consider us like the outskirts. Yeah. Like I, I always tell people I live on the outskirts of town. For sure. You know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Where Johnny Cash was, right? Yeah, Johnny exactly. Ca- yeah. But that's kind of what the what Dynamite Beer Company is about. That's what the yeah. branding is about. It's about kind of that freedom, outlaw kind of lifestyle. Yeah. You know, um, that's one of the reasons I decided to go out on my own is I wanted more personal freedom in my life. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, nothing creates freedom like a stick of dynamite, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. <laughs> Dude, I love it. Now that you say it that way, too, like it does feel, you know, that's very, um, you know, I quit playing video. When I moved out here, I'm like, video games take up too much of my time, so I had to sell my Xbox. This yeah. was like in 07. It was just around the time that like Red Dead Revolver came out. I'm like, dude, this is the game I always dreamed of, right? <laughs> so I've always enjoyed that, and I've still never played it, but uh, I enjoy that kind of art style, yeah. right? You know, so when you say the dynamite and you, you see the lettering and stuff, it, it gives that outlaw kind of feel, yeah. man. Yeah, we're in Cave Creek, and, you know. Yeah. This is where all of the weekend warriors come up to, they all, all the doctors and teachers, and, you know, they, they, they strap on their Harley gear on the weekends, and they yeah. get on their motorcycles, and they, you know, kind of get in touch with that, that outlaw within. Yeah. And they come up and romp around and hit the bars, and then they go back to their 9 to 5 the rest of the week so yeah you know i definitely wanted to embody some of that that outlaw freedom vibe and just living up here it's yeah. kind of contagious you know sure you start listening to outlaw country music you know like <laughs> sergio simpson and tyler children's <laughs> what we're yeah. listening to right now it just kind of takes you over yeah dude cheers again i don't know if i, I remember if we cheers the first time we did we so, yeah, did once it's again. never too never too many Four minutes into it, two cheers into it. All right. Uh, well, dude, are you from Arizona originally? I am, yeah. Are you? Okay. Where at? Where did you grow up? Yeah, well, I was uh, born and raised in Mesa. Okay. And then I moved to the South Scottsdale, like, Old Town area. Okay. When I was, uh, like, eight. Okay. And went to Saguaro High School down there and got into music. Okay. That was, like, my first love. Yeah. Uh, freshman year in high school, I heard the Beatles. Okay. You know, yeah. 30 years after they came out. Sure. <laughs> in 1996. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, picked up a guitar and... Um, that was the dream yeah for about 20 years okay and then i was about 36 yeah. <laughs> about five years ago i was like well i don't know if i'm gonna be a rock star <laughs> so what else am i interested in yeah oh craft beer yeah dude yeah. The, and the two I, I i've seen a lot of uh very similar 
vibes and the people that are in those industries too, right? Oh, and, for sure. And my experience with the music industry is very minimal, you know, um, but very, very similar vibes. You yeah, know there, I mean? it's definitely, you know, music's creative. Craft beer is creative. Mm-hmm. It's a creative-minded person um, that kind of gets into both those things. Yeah. And the music, like you mentioned when you came in, you're like, oh, I knew there'd be good music. Yeah. It's just yeah. when you go to tap rooms and, and breweries, you can kind of expect that. Yeah. Just because there's a certain kind of person that... That For works sure. those jobs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very true. Like you're, you. It's rare that you go into a, a brewery in another state or city, you know, wherever, and you're like, dude, what the hell is this? Right? Yeah. <laughs> it's always right. Like, all right, cool, hell yeah, this is, you know, yeah. There's there's variations of it, um, but uh, well, so let's back up a little bit yeah. with, the, with the music side of things. Like, so what what did you? Uh, what was that path like, right? Because you were pretty dead set on. Like, oh yeah. At that point that was your path. Yeah. yeah, it was a crazy path. It was definitely like a wild wild man lifestyle for a while <laughs> um because you know i i was like people say like oh, i want to be a rock star but no i i really did yeah i went all in like i sacrificed everything like in my 20s like yeah i didn't you know everything for music you know i didn't sure. have i didn't have a car yeah because i was too focused on my music i couldn't keep a, a job that i liked yeah. you know like we were just playing shows and practicing and did the la thing three different times okay most recently in 2013 to 16 yeah with my band Dirty Lingo. Okay. We went out there and just gave it. We're like, all right, let's give it one last. And we had a blast out there. Yeah. And actually, that's where I kind of got into another, uh, into the brewery scene too, which yeah. is odd. Yeah. But um, <laughs> yeah, man, I, I put it all on the line. I played every venue here in, in Arizona. Yeah. We traveled the Southwest, went as far as Summerfest in Milwaukee one year. Wow, nice, man. Um, yeah. But yeah, it was crazy. What style? Like, what was your? What, I know you said Beatles are, 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 are you know, a huge influence, mm-hmm. maybe the primary influence. But like, what was your style? Um, it was definitely melodic hard rock. Okay. So like, you know, Beatles got me into it, and then growing up in the '90s, of course, I loved Nirvana and Soundgarden, yeah. the Seattle scene. Yeah. So that played a big part. And then it kind of started after 20 years of playing music. You're gonna go through genres, you know. Yeah. And then I love I love Queens of the Stone Age. Okay. I love Desert Rock, like yeah. Eagles of Death Metal and those guys. But then when I moved up to Cape Creek five years yeah. ago, like I said, this kind of music started coming on, and my acoustic guitar started looking really nice again. <laughs> I started having kids. I can't nice. play Queens of the Stone Age first thing in the morning. Yeah, for sure. <clears throat> so then I started playing like this kind of acoustic, you know, alternative, like outlaw country stuff. And Ooh, that's kind of like where that. I'm at now. Okay. Nice, yeah. man. So, so what is that that pursuit like right because we've talked to a few different musicians and you know we talked to jason devore on the simple sessions and you know jason devore's still touring the world you yeah. know so he he, had, he has made it to that you know to that level and, yeah. and you, you see also like a cory rios from hourglass cats i don't know if you know cory yeah. uh but you know he's got his foot in the music industry but he also has his foot in other things right mm-hmm. you know because it's so hard to make it right oh, so yeah. with your experience like what were what were some of the biggest barriers that were just like what the fuck man? <laughs> you know like yeah you try to do all the right things and it just still doesn't that's that's you know what were some of those barriers yeah i mean i think at the end of the day it, it does come down to right place right time sure because there are yeah. a lot of talented people out there yeah you yeah. know and <clears throat> we all can't make it you know yeah there's only room yeah. for select few and it's it's I really think it comes down to the first work ethic. You really have to pound it. Sure. And even looking back as much as I thought I pounded, I was like, I could have pounded it a little more. Yeah. You know, but, um, like right place, right time. And being in like one of those music cities helps. Sure. You know? Yeah. Like LA, Nashville. Yeah. You know, um, but with the internet, you can kind of do it from anywhere now. Yeah. It's a whole different game now, man. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. 
Uh, I always say, like I always wanted to be a rock star. I, I can barely play guitar like five songs, right? But <laughs> but I was like, that's always been my like, dude. It'd be so cool to be a badass like rock star. Yeah. And now that I'm a little bit older, I'm like, I'm so glad like I didn't get what I asked for. I know. No, me too. <laughs> I'd be dead. I think I would be one of you know. I, yeah, I don't I mean, have a limit. You know. Yeah. <laughs> Especially uh, my limits are my options, basically. You know. But uh, yeah. Go ahead. So no, for sure. Yeah. Like there is, um, you know, looking back, I was like, well. I like this aspect. I always just wanted a seat at the table. Yeah. I wanted to hang out with Dave Grohl and those guys. Like, yeah. I didn't necessarily want the fame or the money or, like, the, you know, I don't think I could handle the traveling. Yeah. I, right. I don't like flying that much. So yeah. that would have sucked. Yeah. <laughs> so there's, like, looking back, I'm like, ah, even if I could have, I don't think I would have wanted it. I'm yeah. really happy where I'm at now. Yeah. You know, after going through all that stuff. Now, I'm, you know, I like living in the Cave Creek with the family. Yeah. And, you know, just drinking a couple beers each night. Yeah. Rather than, you know, a bottle of Jack Daniels a night. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> Man, I, I, couldn't, I couldn't handle that life. I mean, I, I love my bed as well, so yeah. the traveling. I'd be out after like a week, you know. Oh, I yeah. know. It's hard to, you know, these days you're up till midnight and you're, yeah. you're suffering the next day. Right? Yeah. yeah so. It's like you watch the show Modern Family and there's episodes like uh, <laughs> New Year's and he'll wake up. It's like 9.30. He's like, what? Like, yeah. That's it. That's our life, <laughs> no. man. And I, I don't like think it. I've watched <laughs> the ball drop in five years. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, so, so where, did, uh, where does craft? beer come into it because you said before you know there was Huss but then also oh yeah previously, yeah so um it actually goes back to playing music so I was playing music full-time in my late 20s and in my early 30s okay and nice. I used to play this bar in Old Town every Thursday night and we had this guy who would come in and he loved us he loved our Beatle covers and he'd yeah. tip us and he's he's like hey my brewery's having their, their one-year anniversary yeah I'd love for you to come down and play it and his name is George Hancock he was Phoenix Ale Brewery. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So before Phoenix Beer Co. was Phoenix Ale Brewery. Yeah. And watermelon was, ale. Was, yeah, yeah. The watermelon, the frets, and the Camelback. Those were all great. Yeah, they really were. Um, so he's like, "Come on down and play my brewery." So I was like, "All right, cool." So we all went down. We set up in. The, they have a huge brewery. Yeah. I don't know if you've been there. Yeah. Huge, huge brew house. Yep. And we were like right in there with the tanks, and you could smell the hops and everything yeah. like kind of boiling. And I was like, "Wow, this is really cool." Like, yeah. You know, I just felt feels right. Yeah. So. I kind of pestered him to uh, let me um, pour beers at his tap room yeah. during the day <laughs> because I didn't have anything else going on. Yeah. So um, I started pouring beers down there and learning the craft beer scene a little bit. And then I moved to L.A. Okay. And I got a job at Angel City Brewery, okay. which is nice. a, a subsidiary of um, the Boston Beer Company. Gotcha. Okay. Their um, L.A. location. Gotcha. Um, and then just doing music and beer and then decided I was, you know, done living in a 500 square foot apartment yeah <laughs> and uh, my wife and yeah. i moved back back home to arizona to like start the family and everything and yeah. then i got in with Huss and okay yeah nice man the rest is history so were you a craft beer drinker before like yeah. leading up that okay, okay i was yeah, yeah. I, I always loved it i just you know couldn't afford it yeah right yeah exactly <laughs> i was a professional musician <laughs> yeah <laughs> So George's invitation was kind of like oh, i'll do this is the foot in the you know it all that. goes back to george yeah, yeah. him yeah. let me in yeah to that brewery with you know i was a line cook for years so i had like you know, I had some good hustle and yeah, some experience, but it all goes back to that. Yeah, dude, that's yeah. badass. And and now, the, like for listeners, that's now Phoenix uh, Phoenix Beer Co. Yep, right. The the facility and his son, I think, is kind of part of the mix or was part of the mix. He was, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but uh, but yeah, kind of did a whole revamp. I I, I like that they kind of kept that you know that time stamp on on the brand yeah. you know because george you know passed away a few years ago yeah. right and uh uh it was a legendary iconic arizona like phoenix brand you know yeah. what i mean um so he goes back to pyramid like, oh really he owned pyramid 
He owned Pyramid? He owned Pyramid, yeah. Oh, no shit. And then he sold it, and then... Like Pyramid that we're thinking, like the... the yeah. Yeah, the big... The big nice. one out of, out of Seattle or yeah. Washington, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, and speaking of which, that was probably one of the first craft beers I had that Pyramid Hefeweizen was, yeah. like, awesome. That was everywhere, too. That was everywhere. Yeah. So, okay, so you go... What'd you do with Huss? Like, uh, so, then I... When I moved back from L.A., I worked a couple odd jobs here and there with some local beer bars. Um, and then Hus, I found out they were open in a tap room. I read about them. I did my research. They seemed like a great company. I just came from Boston Beer Company, which is amazing culture. Yeah. Man, yeah. like they... I mean, came, came from working there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Working there. And they oh, would, at the Angel City. Okay. At Angel City, City yeah, yeah. yeah. So they would fly us to Boston. They would do yeah. these annual meetups. Like, you're talking like a thousand people, like all of yeah. their sales reps, and they would rent out wings of Fenway Park yeah. and they would just like that's company culture right that's I mean, company culture that's when, especially when you have some money yeah <laughs> so <laughs> you know I was I was I didn't want to leave Angel City but I was just done with LA okay you know yeah. and um, I found Huss and they seemed like such a great fit especially where I was at in my life too and yeah um, it was cool running a smaller location because Angel City was 15,000 square feet okay. we had 500 people in there on yeah. the weekends at any given time so it was crazy in downtown LA which Dang. is you know Nuts. You're not, there's not a slow time, right? No, no. <laughs> not a downtime. <laughs> yeah. So how, what is that compared to, just for my own reference, like what is that compared to Huss Uptown? What, Angel City? Yeah, like square footage wise. Uptown's 2,000 square feet. Okay. It's the same as this. Yeah, and gotcha. Angel City's 15. We wow. had a beer hall, we had the brewery, we had the main tap room, we had a mezzanine that fit another 50 people. That's it was badass. just, no, it was awesome. In the yeah. Arts District. Okay. Great place. Yeah. Um, but yeah, then, then I got the job with Huss, and I learned a lot. And then, you know, at Angel City, I didn't have to deal with food. So then food came back in with Huss, and I learned how to kind of manage that and work with that. And Yeah, which is um, always easy, right? Yeah, but I was the sole manager there for years. I was teasing. Oh, food's well, not easy, right? Well, no, it's not. <laughs> I know, I you played that off really well. By the well, way, I'm though, hiring man. right now for cooks. Yes, yeah. Uh, but, but, and not to interrupt that, but, but that's, you know, the Huss menu – um, I think it's expanded, but I remember yeah. being very small, very mm-hmm. limited, you know, it's just, which was, I, I like that. I thought that was great. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah. So you, the way you played that off, maybe you manage, <laughs> this is the guy to talk to if you're looking for restaurant, uh, guidance. <laughs> yeah. It's easy. <laughs> so, uh, uh, so anyway, so go ahead with Huss. So yeah, then, yeah. you know, Huss was, uh, I've never been part of something from, you know, from the ground, like the ground up, yeah. like, you know. I built all the chairs and tables in that place leading up to our grand opening. And then, you know, got us through those first three years by myself um, as the only manager there. Yeah. And then COVID hit. And that was a crazy, you know, fiasco to get through. Yeah. Yeah. But um, we got through it, and then that the pent-up demand was so crazy in 2021. And that's kind of when I was like, you know, man, I'm like – I love working hard, but I'd, I'd much prefer to work hard for myself. Sure. Yeah. And, you know, if I'm going to be away from my family, it's going to be for our, our business, you know? Yeah. yeah. So that got the wheels turning yeah. to start Dynamite. So, well, and also, I mean, you know, from where you live to Haas Uptown, that's, that's a little bit of a hike. The 40 you know? minute commute after yeah. five years was getting to me. For sure. For sure. You know, I love podcasts. Yeah. Like, right. I yeah. love long form <laughs> conversations. Yeah. But that's really just us um, making the best of the situation. We don't prefer to drive 45 minutes in traffic. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I get to listen to my podcast telling ourselves that not like. You start start doing the math. You're like an hour a day for how many days a year? Yeah. It starts. You're like weeks. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. I remember getting off of work. I worked at University of Phoenix for like nine years and I would get off. um, And 
just driving home, and you're just like, ah, I got like yeah. 45 minutes left. But, but anyways, we won't get into that. This yeah. is an up, <laughs> uplifting podcast. But uh, so, uh, so when did you? Uh, where did it? So you're. Where did it start with like the the seed of this place? Um, this well, the seed of this place started back at Angel City. Okay, okay, like you're I, already kind of starting to register things into yeah the, into the database. Yeah, I was yeah. just thinking, I'm like, God, like if I, I want to go back to Arizona and like bring something like this there, yeah, you know, with just the fun, the spirit of it, the energy of it, yeah. Um, that's where it kind of started, yeah. but I just needed to get some experience under my belt and learn how to do it. Sure, rather than just jumping in. Yeah. With nothing, you know? Yeah. And I'm sure yeah. glad I, I waited. Because even back then, I was like, oh, I could do it. Yeah. I could do it. But no, I couldn't have. Yeah. 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 Hey, you know what? That, that's what we talked about before. That's why we have uh, spouses, right? Yeah. To tell us, eh. Yeah. Eh, go get some experience for a couple <laughs> so, yeah. years. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so um, the brand itself, right? Because that's what it really kind of blows me away is, is – uh, I can't remember if I had found this before you and I, because we'd met, I think, a couple of times before, but when I dropped off magazines at 1227, I can't remember if I started following Dynamite Beer before then or not, but I just remember when I saw the branding, I'm like, this is badass. Like, this is so cool. So, so how does that, so you've got this idea of what, what kind of tap room you want to open up, right? Um, well, yeah, I guess let's go back to that. Like, what? So, obviously, the you know Angel City is seven plus times as yeah. big as this place, right? Um, so, how do you condense that down into something that is you know manageable for what you want to create? That makes sense. Yeah. Um, well, I think it just comes down to, uh, like I said, culture. I, I'm a big culture guy. Yeah. You know, um, and energy and enthusiasm for the brand. Sure. I, you, you could be a 15,000 square foot place or you could be a 2,000 square foot place like yeah. us. And as long as you bring that, you know, and you have, I mean, at Angel City, I was one of four managers. Yeah. You know? Yeah. We had 30 um, something person staff. Yeah. You know, that's kind of, yeah. So as long as you bring it down and you scale everything appropriately and you just, it's just, it's, I've been holding on to that, that energy and that culture for years. Yeah. It's just waiting to kind of, you know, implement it in my own place i did it with us yeah but i mean i've been really wanting to just do it in my own place sure yeah yeah so what is what would you describe the culture here at, at dynamite Beer? well before we open i mean <laughs> i mean it's just an open you know honest um laid-back place where i want people to be able to come in and like just that tap room experience yeah you know not feel glued to your seats like get up Go grab some games. Yeah. Go shop the the merch area. Like, go to the beer cooler. Like, go talk to the table over there. Like, yeah. I just want to bring that community, that fun community, like vibrant, you know, neighborhood tap room yeah. vibe to Cave Creek. Yeah. And like, after living up here for five years, I could tell it needed it. You yeah. know. And sure. the people that come to my door every day that I'm here working, getting ready, they're like, everybody says the same thing. We've been waiting for something like this. Yeah. Dude, that's awesome. Yeah. That like what I mean, that's the best like. Like hmm. research you can ever have. Right? It's the best validation. You're yeah, right. dude, absolutely. So, okay, so what is the, the goal here, right? Because you said you know you've, you've got uh, food on the on the you know that's part of the plan. You've got uh, beer, wine, mm-hmm. uh, no spirits, though, right? It's no spirits. A, okay, beer, wine, cider. Beer, wine, cider. Yeah, mead. Anything nice. else that falls under that license? Yeah. You know we're gonna have a small food program, just focused on shared plates because we just want that shared kind of community family style yeah environment um and uh 
you know, like I said, we're running like a tap room. We're going to have fun nights, trivia nights. I'm nice. obviously going to bring in live music. I think heck a live yeah. band right right there would look oh, really dude, good. Yeah, heck yeah. You know, and I might, I'm probably going to play my own place. Yeah. Yeah. You should, dude, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, people ask me at first, like, so you're going to play your own bars? Like, no. Yeah. No way. But now I'm like, well, why, why wouldn't I? Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> why wouldn't I? For sure. I mean, this is, yeah, dude. I'm, I'm, yeah. I mean, that's I like everything's coming to fruition. Yeah. Like, I'm playing music at my own tap room. Yeah. Like, that's kind of cool. That's real badass, man. Yeah. I'm a little jealous. I'm like, and we can yeah. do whatever we want here. Like, that's my, yeah. my drummer asked me. He's like, he's like, hey, can we practice here? And I was like, well, we could. You know, we're going to open at 11. So yeah. if you want to get in here at 11. And I was like, and we started just talking. You know how band guys do. You yeah. kind of go off in your own world. We're like, well, what if we did a live practice? You know, where we were yeah. just live, just working out songs. And, like, the crowd was kind of just watching that, almost like a like a documentary, you know? Yeah. And we work out songs together, and we ask people, like, what parts they're liking. And I don't know. It's kind I of like a silly that. idea, but, but you can do whatever dude. you want because it's yeah. my place. You exactly. Know I mean? Yeah. Well, dude, I think something like that is, and, you know, it kind of, it's one of those advantages of, of being 2,000 square feet compared to 15,000, yeah. right? Is you could have, you can mark that as an event, right? Yeah. You know? You know, because surprising somebody like like that it might, you know, be kind of, far off idea right but to have that as a, a, a strategic deliberate event mm-hmm. that's badass dude yeah. people will travel for that you know yeah. what i mean to that see this, cool yeah something else i've always wanted to do that i'll probably eventually do here is um i've always wanted to cover uh nirvana unplugged from start oh, to finish to my number one album of all time really yeah absolutely yeah. yeah that's one of the albums that got me into music yeah my, my best friend bought me the cassette for my birthday oh, shit, in like dude. 1994 yeah you know Dude, and ever since then, awesome. I've always wanted to cover the whole album. Yeah. From start to finish. But that's something I can do here. Yeah. I don't have to call, like, a venue and be like, pitch the idea. Yeah. And, I don't know. Well, I don't know if enough people are going to like it. I'm like, well, I'll just do it. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought of a, and in my mind, I love that. I, in my mind, I just thought of a commercial for that as well. Right? You calling, hey, yeah. I'd love to play Dynamite Beer Company. Your wife. Right in a different cut screen. I don't know. Like, I don't, you know what? I'm coming and playing anyways, and then it shows you guys are sitting like two feet apart. Yeah. <laughs> See, dude, I get I get wild ideas too. So keep keep them coming, man. Yeah, right. I dig it. Uh, so all right. So how did you find this this location itself? Um, well, we lived right down the street. Okay. And this used to be a coffee shop. What was it? It was called Saddle Creek. Uh, maybe I, haven't, I don't. Know it if looks I've been. totally different. Okay. Like, yeah. You yeah. Recognize it. And. Um, you know, we were coming here, you know, for coffee and stuff for a couple of years before we even put, you know, decided to do it. Yeah. And um, we started looking. There's a lot of open suites in this complex. So we were looking at some of those. And the landlord was like, hey, this coffee shop, they're going to be, their lease is up at the end of the year. Yeah. 2020, you know, January of 21. Okay. Or sorry, 22. Wait. Yeah, January of 22. Nobody does math on this <laughs> anyway, podcast. You're good, yeah, man. You're okay. good. But you're right. Those are the years, like, the, like between like, I know. March of 2020 until now is just I know, it's like, it up in the air. Jumble. <laughs> yeah. But so, um, he's like, yeah, it's 2,000 it's two square feet, which yeah. you wanted. Um, it already has bathrooms. It already has some floor sinks, plumbing, electrical. You'll have to work with it. Yeah. And I was like, well, that's cool. And it's right next to this Ace Hardware, which I is like that. the busiest Ace Hardware <sighs> in town. Because if you want to go to another hardware store, you have to go to Home Depot on like Bell yeah. or you have to go to Lowe's up on 
uh, Carefree Highway. Cave so Creek people I think comes would here. go to Ace. Ace yeah. is a Cave Creek type of person. It's a small town. <laughs> yeah. You know, helpful. Actually, the, yeah. The helpful, the helpful hardware store. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Which is great, right? I see all kinds of, you know, tools and hardware around here oh, right now. So you got it right I'm there, there five days. Yeah. Five times a day. Yeah. Like, thank God they're right next door. Yeah. My gas bill would be. <laughs> but anyway, like, so, yes. they're, they have great foot traffic here. Yeah. Like, it's just good, good, um, Good placement in the complex. It just fit everything. Six hundred square foot patio. It just seemed to all hit. Yeah, like perfectly. Yeah. So that patio's and, badass, by the way. Too. Yeah. Thanks. Huge garage door there. Twenty foot garage door. Dang, that's a big. That's one of the biggest ones I've seen. Yeah. You don't see them that big very no. often. And yeah, they're like, oh, this is really oversized. Yeah. I was like, well, <laughs> dynamite beer. Everything's like, thank you. Seems a little bigger, a little heavier. <laughs> exactly. Like even those beer lists, those things are 10 pounds a piece. I was going to say, man, are they magnetic or are they bolted in? No. Or? So it's like this hickory wood. Yeah. Um, same as the tables. Okay. And then it's a steel plate on top of that. Oh, gotcha. Okay. And then there's little holes where you just slide them in and off. Ah, dude. Nice, man. I like that. And I got, had this all, all the steel and wood, um, custom made by local, local guys. Nice. Yeah. It's all hickory. You said, yeah, all the woods hickory. Dang. That's yeah. that's beautiful, man. It's a light color, mm-hmm. uh, kind of contrast to the you know to the black on the yeah. back. I, that's exactly what I wanted. I wanted like black and like you know natural elements like the cinder block and the cement, but then like really nice blonde wood. Yeah, to kind of lighten lighten the place up a little bit. I dig it, man. I dig it. All right, so the neighborhoods excited. Ace Hardware is excited. They're really excited. The people coming in and out. Yeah. Uh, so this is something that people people wanted, right? And yeah. this is the locate or the type of place you were looking for. Um, so you you nail that down, right? Mm-hmm. And then it's kind of like one of those things where it's like, okay, now the work starts. Right? Oh, yeah. And that was a <laughs> so, journey. Yeah, I'm sure. You know what? Before we get into that, I want to pause this because of my uh, um, camera. All right. So. How do you? Where do you even start? Right. I mean, I guess a blueprint. <laughs> well, yeah. Even before that, you need money yeah. to get the blueprint. Yeah, that's true. So yeah, we basically, like I was telling you before we started um, recording, was my wife was like, "Yeah, I'm not getting involved until you know." Yeah. I see you're serious. Yeah. So one day, um, so at, so this was just like everything was on your shoulders at this point. Yeah. 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 And um, one day something happened, you know, at work or something. And it was just after the crazy. It was it was February of 2021. Okay. So it was just like everybody was just still just at like, a boiling point. That? Yeah. And I just said, "Am I allowed to curse? Am I allowed to curse on this show?" Oh yeah. Like, yeah I said, for "Fuck sure. it." <laughs> I said, "Fuck this shit." <laughs> so I, I started writing a business plan. Yeah. I googled how to write a business wow, plan. Wow, nice. I started writing. I wrote a seven-page business plan. Yeah. I gave it to my wife. It sucked. You know. You know. It was just you should. It was, right? just I, my, <laughs> it was just my dream, my thoughts, and everything on paper. Yeah. And she's like, "Okay." I can tell you're serious. Like, yeah. let's do this. So then we... She made you prove it, man. She did. <laughs> That's she awesome. Did. And then we, we, I wrote a real one. We wrote it together. It took us months. Okay. We wrote a 55-page business plan with projections going out three years. Yeah. Like, everything dialed in, like, super legit. Yeah. And we started shopping around to yeah. SBA banks. Yeah. And we got turned down, got turned down, got turned down. Finally, there was a bank that kind of believed in us. Yeah. And they put us through the ringer. I'm talking like, you know, it crazy stuff. Sure. Yeah. We didn't. That went on for another six months. We didn't know if we were going to get it. They needed this. They kept throwing new curveballs at us. We kept updated hitting. Updated documents. Updated I need documents. This, we need this. Yeah. You need proof of this. You need, you know, this much collateral. We happened to sell our house at okay. the beginning of 2021. Not yeah. to, like, capitalize on the market. It was yeah. right before. So we made a little money on that. So we were able to bring our, you know, between that and, you know, 
called some parent, you know, our <laughs> parents. <laughs> Can you help us out a little bit? We just need, yeah. you know, we were able to get yeah. what we needed to get the SBA loan. Yeah. And then got through all that. And um, then, like I said, found the location. And then that was a nutty experience. Sure. Just sitting yeah. in a boardroom with big, you know, intelligent property manager guys. And you're just like trying to follow along. Yeah. Anyway. It was, and are they trying to intimidate you in the sense of like, you know what the hell you're getting into, dude? Yeah. Yeah. They yeah. are. And they're like, you know, they. T- I remember the guy said, he's like, I don't want your house. Yeah. I don't want your house. <laughs> and I tell everybody this because yeah. I don't want your house. But if something defaults, you know. It's on gonna, you, bro. It's on you. <laughs> I'm taking your house. Yeah. Dude, that, so like, that was your, scary. Your impression of that scared me. Right? So I, I know. Imagine. I got the chills again. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> um, I mean, but it was. That's, I mean, it make, like it should be, right? Because that's people are going to be like, ah, I don't know. Maybe that's not right for me. Then, yes. It's yeah. definitely not right for you then. Yeah. You know, it's, and it's, you think about it. It makes you think really long and hard. Like, sure. do I really want this? Yeah. yeah. Do I really want this responsibility to a bank? Do I really want this responsibility to a landlord? Yeah. Um, but we just kept going. You said yes. I said yes. <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> and then that was just getting the building. Yeah. And then building out the place was its yeah. own set of headaches. How do you do, like, how do you go about, because I'm pretty sure, I'm going to look up my phone here when we're done, but I'm pretty sure I took a picture of a coffee in this place before. And if mm-hmm. it's what I think it is, it does look completely different. Um, so how do you, like, what did you guys do with this place? Um, so that cinder block wall was there, obviously, okay. yeah. <laughs> but there was drywall in front of it. Okay. So I, when this was a coffee shop, I was just snooping around yeah. all the time. You know, yeah. I'd come in and snoop around. I would check out the foot traffic and everything, and I noticed they had a cinder block wall in the back. Okay. So I was like, oh, I bet that goes all the way. Yeah. So um, long story short, uh, we, we found this, this girl who does um, interior design. Yeah. Her name is Nicole for Social Design Studio. Nice. And she's like, put a Pinterest board together. I was like, what's Pinterest? No, I, was <laughs> I was like, okay, cool. So each night, I'd, you know, I'd go home and have my, my beers, and yeah. I'd just get on Pinterest. And I fucking love Pinterest now. It's awesome, dude. It's I've been awesome. on it for years, dude. It's yeah. one of my favorites. Like, yeah, me it too. Is. Yeah. So I had the dynamite beer, you know, um, folder just or whatever. Brain dump, and basically, I just kept, right? Yeah. yeah, and I just kept putting things in, putting things in, and we had a meeting with her. She's like, okay, I got this. And she's like, what's your vision? I said, you know, I like... Um, you know, kind of raw elements like steel and wood and yeah. cement, and but also, you know, I want to keep it pretty enough, right? You know, for the girls. It looks <laughs> like a gr- yeah, yeah, just like a cinder block garage. Yeah, yeah just a cinder block <laughs> and a garage door. Yeah. <laughs> so she um she put the plans together and we had a meeting and went over everything and yeah. she pulled like this black um, wall off of one of my pins of yeah. like this kind of uh, modern desert house. Yeah. Um, which like I would have never thought of. Wall? Or is well, what is? It's actually a lime wash paint. Ah. It, but it's, it was crazy, man, because you have to, it's a special paint you order, and you paint it on in like these zigzag. Yeah. Then you come back the next day with this special brush and a, a, sprayer, a water sprayer and the paint, and you spray and do all these crazy things. Really? And then it gives it this kind of stone. Yeah. Stone look, like chalk. It's a very cool looking wall, man. Like, very, yeah. there's not many walls that I'm like, holy shit. But it's, yeah, it's cool because you, yeah. And she kind of had to sell us on it because I was like, a black wall. She's yeah. like, a big black wall. Yeah. She's like, trust me, this paint is like incredible. And we yeah. did this ourselves. The same guy who helped me with this, um, Chris Kuhar, if you're out there. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah he helped me with this. And um, yeah, it just kind of became this really cool backdrop. Yeah. And then we started going with like this kind of modern industrial desert 
yeah. kind of vibe to tie in the Cave Creek. And because I'm from the desert, I love the desert. Yeah. I hate, I don't like when people don't like the desert because I, I just, <laughs> I like, you're just not creative enough. Yeah. You want Dude. something easy, go in the forest. Yeah. Like, it's easy to love a forest. Yeah. It's easy to love the beach. For sure. For sure. That's, yeah. that's, yeah, exactly, dude. I'm with you, man. I've only, I've only been here since 07, but uh, when I really started getting into food and beverage out here, I'm like, this place is fucking badass. It is. And anybody that says any different, my buddy, I don't know if you know Steven Larson, Wizard of Zaw. Uh, Sounds familiar. He's like a pizza beer influencer guy uh, here in the, in the valley, but uh, he posted something about Dave Portnoy. Uh, from bar store or something mm-hmm. like that. That guy annoys me, anyways. But he was like, ah, oh. he's like Arizona's not known for pizza. He does those pizza reviews. I'm like, fuck this guy. You don't yeah. know shit. You know yeah. who's the expert here? But yeah. um, I do. I get defensive, man. I get yeah. defensive. But also, it's it's uh, I guess to my advantage uh, with creating content and media and, and all this stuff. It's a pretty untapped uh, um, market. Yeah. In, in the as far as like um, uh, creating content around it. Right, sure. it's, you know, nationwide. It's almost like kind of glad it's not well known, so people aren't just bombarding. I mean, we're already bombarded enough. Yeah, you know? yeah so, for sure. So it's that that uh, you know, the, this respect actually equals a pretty decent thing where it's not, you know. Yeah. So I think you know what I'm saying. Yeah, that was totally. a long drawn out way of saying it. But. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. So um, uh, one thing I noticed too, I didn't notice this at first, is is like the design, um, the tile and the mm-hmm. bar. Very uh, cowboy, right? I think, yeah. think like Louis Lamar style or something. You know, yeah. it, it's got that like that native like yeah. kind of West. Yep. I think it was, I think the title was called New West. Okay. But yeah, it's kind of the Native American cowboy. Yeah. We didn't want to go overboard, you know, and be like a cowboy spot, but um, you know, like my Elvis. I'm Love a huge that, Elvis dude. fan. Okay. Yeah. And that's from a West. Uh, Andy Warhol actually shot that, ah. and it's Elvis with the gun, dressed like like a cowboy, kind of yeah. like a cheesy movie cowboy. Um, <clears throat> I really wanted that in here. That's going to go back there. Um, but, yeah, we wanted to touch of that west where, like I said, we're in Cave Creek. Yeah. I'm from the desert. I love the desert. And uh, we just wanted this place to to have that feel. Nailed it, man. Without being, Nailed you know, kitschy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think you're doing a great job with it, man. Thanks, I can't man. wait to see the finished product Thank next you. week. Um, depending on when you're listening to it, last week or the week before or something. But I'm going to try to get this thing out in, in time to promote the opening of this place, cool. man. Um how do you start, like, how do you even go about starting to, who do we choose to have on tap? Who do we choose to have? Because you've got a big cooler. Yeah. But you don't have an infinite cooler. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah. how do you do, how do you go about? It was actually harder than I thought. Yeah. Oh, these guys are going to come in real quick. Is that oh, cool? Yeah. yeah, absolutely, man. I can pause it real quick. Uh, so we just had some, some gentlemen come in, uh, the guys who actually did your tables. Yeah. And did the, the wood part of the, uh, the, your, your menu. Yeah, uh, and they're now. What are they doing? They're coming here to. Yeah, they're just cutting a little piece for that um, little pony wall over there. Nice pony wall. We have some extra wood. Yeah, Dude, that's a good name. That's a beer name right there. Uh, who are these guys? Where are they from? This is a Canary. Canary. Canary wo- Workshop. Yeah. Canary Workshop. Workshop. Yeah. Workshop. Okay. They're right down the thirty seconds down the road. Yep. On yeah. dynamite. On dynamite. Nice. Right here. Hell yeah. Local guys. Local guys, man. Are they working for free beer in the future? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, so like you were saying, like you've had a, a lot of people that have, have helped to kind of put this into place. And, yeah. and I think that's, I don't know about you, but as being a creative, that's hard for me to let go sometimes. Like, you know what? I think I'll do the tables. You know, yeah. I think I'll do this. Yeah. I won't be the best, but at least, you know. 
but you're outsourcing. The people no, I don't know what the hell they're doing. <laughs> I learned. I had to learn. That was a learning learning experience. Sure. I actually was just talking to my wife about that last week, like trying to understand my role, my new role. I've yeah. never been an owner. Yeah. You know, yeah. and like I am a visionary. Like, like one thing I have is just a lot of ideas. Yeah. Like too many sometimes. <laughs> I get it, man. You know, and that's sure. when my wife comes in where she just kind of keeps me keeps me grounded, keeps yeah. me focused. But yeah, I um, you know, I've made some calls in this process, some unilateral unilateral calls. Yeah. That were the wrong. Yeah. Call, you know, yeah. and it cost me a couple grand. Sure, yeah. And I'm like, oh, that looks like shit. <laughs> like, we got to pull that. I got to redo it. I'll take a picture you know? real quick before we destroy it. <laughs> <laughs> Just to show people. Yeah. But no, that's, that's part of the learning experience is yeah. like, you hire these people. You know, these guys are, are woodworkers. Yeah. I hired steel workers, um, interior designer, like, you know, yeah. my wife, you know, it's like, give them, give them a direction, an idea, yeah. and then step back. For sure. Stay out of their way. Yep. Yeah. Um, because that's where it gets messy and that's where mistakes happen. Like if you hire these people, you trust these artisans, like let them do it. Yeah. You know, absolutely. Stay out of their way. Sometimes I'm like, you know what? I hear like two criteria that I have, but surprise me. Like, do you know what I mean? And that's, I think that's one of the things about craft that I really enjoy, right? Mm -hmm. Is, you know, whether it's food or beer or whatever it is, like if you really know the people on the other side of it, you can fully trust them. Right. And that's worth it. That's worth the experience. Right. I mean, craft beer, craft food, it's, you know, local, you know, workshops and stuff like that aren't necessarily the least expensive, you know, so they're not the bottom dollar, right? Yeah. But there's so much more involved in it. Yeah. Know, so it's much like to that real, experience. real craftsmanship. Yeah. You know, like looking around these, like we invested, I think we invested in the right places, you know? Yeah. Nice tables, like nice beer list, you know? The, the picnic tables out there too. That's a different, I yeah. like that touch though. Like yeah. Picnic tables. Yeah. yeah. I wanted to add that little, that beer garden. Yeah feel you know oh and the t- and the chairs aren't attached to no. the table i like that yeah i'm a big dude man that's hard for yeah. me to get in and out of it, you know? <laughs> so i like the movable benches well, back to what you're saying about the um oh yeah filling yeah. the coolers yeah like i actually thought that would be like the fun and easy part yeah but it yeah. became really hard okay just because you know i i want to taste everything that goes in my cooler i want to sure. make sure i like it yeah. you know um but i've been so busy I can't just sit around tasting beer. Yeah. Even when I get home at night, it's like I, you know, I only have you know I have to get the kids down, and then I have two hours before like yeah. I need to get to bed, or I'm gonna feel like shit tomorrow. Because you got to get up the next day anyway. I got to get up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I actually like filled. I did all the drafts, and probably like, so for people who can't see, I have five cooler doors. I was able to fill two of them. Okay. And then wow. then I had three more to fill. Yeah. And I like I think it was um. Uh, maybe Friday or Saturday, I emailed like five distributors. I said, yeah. pick out your, your five favorite varieties. Yeah. Like things that I've missed in the order that you think I should have. Yeah. And give me two cases of each. Yeah. So that's another thing where it's like, I could sit there and, and micromanage and cherry pick each variety. But then it's sure. like, you know, these people work in the beer industry. Yeah. I'm swamped. Yeah. I needed some help. For sure. I'm not, a, I'm not ashamed to be like, Hey, Help me up. You yeah. pick out your favorites. For sure. You know? Yep. yep. So I just did that because I can't, I couldn't just sit around trying to fill the cooler. I'm like, I'm in crunch time, you know? Yeah. Dude, well, it, it's, yeah, it's, it's one of those things where you might think it, like, like you said, you thought it was going to be kind of easy, right? You're able to, dude, you got, you got the, the eyes of an owner right now. Yeah, I know <laughs> this guy's walking in right here. Coming in too. He's going to check it out. We could pause it for a second. How you doing? I'm hoping next week. Yeah. Yeah, thanks. 
Another excited, uh, another excited creaker. <laughs> That's a good one, uh, dude. There, I, I'm thinking lots of beer names for you because you. So I don't want to jump ahead of us too much, but there's 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 a bigger vision. Yeah. I say bigger, not that this isn't a big enough vision, but there's there's a dynamic to this. Right? Yeah, for sure. It's a beer company, right? It's yeah. my beer company, which yep. means. You guys have a plan to well, yeah. Make I would love beers. that's the plan. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, it can be looked at both ways, and I've, I already have answers for it because I know people sure. are going to think we're a brewery yeah, yeah. because of the name. But my response is, well, we're a company that sells beer on Dynamite Road. Yeah, like come on, <laughs> exactly. It's kind of a no-brainer name, right? right. Um, well, but, look at all the people it's drawn in, right? You know, yeah. People are going to split hairs and be like, oh, yeah, you know, that, that's but, like, but the you know, I. If anybody knows how much it costs to open a brewery, yeah. they would know. Yeah, you know, this was a fraction of the cost. Yeah, um, I think it's a good step. It's a big step, sure, in that direction. And yeah, I would, I would eventually like to make Dynamite Beer Company into a brewery. Yeah, um, where you know we not only bring in our favorite, you know, local and national beers, but we also have something to contribute to. Yeah, I'm yeah. not. I would never. I don't think I'd ever want to necessarily be like, you know, fighting for those grocery store. Uh, shelves sure, sure. but yeah. um something to feed my tap room something micro something yeah. like boutique you know um up in this area yeah and just kind of give this area you know a, a beer like that kind of represents it you know sure yeah so that's kind of that's that's the end game I dig it. you know the ultimate the ultimate goal but right now i'm just focused on making this tap room you know exciting fun local place to hang yeah filling those cooler doors right i gotta fill those cooler doors <laughs> uh if you could see them now they're, they're it's a little bit bare but no yeah. it's uh well we were saying that before for that gentleman came up but um like you you're right you you have this like fantasy list of a dude when i open my own tap room here's what i'm gonna have yeah and then you get through it and you're like shit what? Nah, yeah, that's only two-fifths of it it's yeah, no. only two-fifths of it shit so uh and what about the taps themselves right because you got a little bit more i guess freedom with that or you know not as I guess not, I don't want to say a big a commitment or is it right? I mean, that's, you, you've yeah. got a lot of experience in this industry. Is it, is it quicker and I guess less of a commitment when you're doing taps? Yeah, yeah. I think so. Sure. Yeah. They're probably going to be, you know, in heavy rotation. Yeah. Yeah. Um, until I, I'll probably find a couple that I like or, you know, work with them. Um, I've already talked to a Tyler, over, Tyler over at Katsuni. Nice. Hell yeah. And um, he actually lives in the neighborhood. Okay. He, he hit me oh, up when right. I first hung yeah. up my sign, yeah. you know, coming soon. He's like, hey, man, I live down the street. Like, you're going to, this can be my new watering hole. I'm yeah. so excited. And he's like, let's talk about, you know, working, like doing like a, a collaborative beer. Yeah. So I think that's like the next step after getting up and running is start working with these, these local guys, local yeah. breweries with, for some, uh, you know, some little collaborations. Yeah. And um, kind of grow from there. I dig that. Yeah. I, I dig that, right? Because um, I don't know if you know Justin Curtis, Casual Pint. Uh, him and his wife own Casual Pint. Uh, was it Central Phoenix? Mm. Um, but you know, Casual Pint is you know it's a, it's a it's a franchise. It's a you know national franchise chain. Um, but what Justin brings to it with his you know his, his anniversary is coming up. I just talked to him today. He's like, dude, we did collaborations in Tucson and in in Flagstaff. He's like, I'm exhausted. Like yeah. our, you know, it's coming up, but. It's people appreciate that, right? I mean, you can be, um, and not saying that you're, you know, I don't know, I don't know what I'm saying, but it's, it's, there's so much flexibility when you have a, a tap room, yeah. right? That you can, you can get the best of what the state and what the region has to offer, but then you also have that flexibility that if you want to, hey, do some beers on your own, yeah. do it in a place that the people, that's, you know, their brew house. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not having to pay for yeah. that just yet, <laughs> um, but it also gives them a place to have it on tap. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's sure. win-win. Yeah, I, I, that's something I've, that kind of drew me to this industry is just the, um, you know, the, the non-competitive or healthy competition. Just yeah. like, you know, we collaborate with each other. We work with each other. Um, we build each other up. We don't cut, e- cut each other off, yeah. you know. Yep. Like, you know, maybe a bar, like yeah. a bar bar would do or like chain restaurants yeah. do. Or, yeah. You know. Yeah. Well, once again, it's 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 craft beer and music, uh, you know that yeah. connection. It's just people vibing that are just like, you know what? And you you have to prove yourself too, right? You know. I'm, I'm sure the same with music, is it's it's uh, there's that barrier. It's a barrier, and I think there's a barrier because a lot of the people that are doing it are people who are like. She said, fuck all this other shit. Yeah. I'm pursuing my dream. Yep. So you're like, you're, you're, you're on, you know, sensitive ground with that. That's like their baby. That's, you know, sure. um, so it's a guarded industry I've seen, but once you're in there, it's, it's the best, it's, yeah, it's you family, know, for sure. yeah. You got another, someone coming up. I'm always watching. <laughs> <laughs> I just saw a girl walk up. I'm like, Oh no, she's going to come in. <laughs> so I, I, I work a lot at simple machine. They're right down the street. Yeah. So I'll just go there when they're closed and I uh, work at the bar and Marshall will come out and I'll talk to him. And I see him. He's always, his eyes yeah. are always darting all around because <laughs> they have a lot of traffic kind of going around there. But, um, dude, this is exciting, man. I'm very happy for you guys. Thank you. Uh, what was your wife's name? Laura. Laura. All right, yeah. Laura, uh, if you're watching this and, and, and judging Mike, then, you know, uh, thank you for what you do. <laughs> uh, no, this is exciting. Uh, I live about 20 minutes southwest of here, and uh, I know that our neighborhood will be excited about this too, cool. man. Yeah, awesome. this is very good. So very cool. Uh, these guys doing nice work. Nice work, yeah. gentlemen. <laughs> you too. Same you guys. Uh, so how do people find you? Like what, social media, website? Yeah. Um, you can go to our website at dynamitebeer.com. Nice. Um, sign up for our email list. Um, we're going to do a special announcement to our email subscribers yeah, um, for our opening. I'm one of those. The, we're gonna, all right. <laughs> we're going to let you guys know first. Okay. Um, and then we're going to announce it the next day or the day after for social media. Yeah. So you'll get kind of like a first, you know, inside uh, VIP um, access to the to the like the soft opening. Yeah. Um, or you can go to Instagram. Okay. At Dynamite Beer. Yeah. Yeah. Or nice. Facebook too. Dude, nobody had Dynamite Beer. It's a great one. Well, wow. somebody did. Oh, well, they it. didn't have it on social media. Okay, but okay. somebody had the domain ah. dynamitebeer.com. Yeah, and I actually had a, a friend. We had dynamitebeerco.com at first. Okay, but I didn't like the co. Yeah. So I told he's like I told him about it, and he actually surprised us and bought it for us for like two grand. No shit. And just gifted it to us. Dang. Back to like having just a strong group of friends and for family sure. willing to help you out the whole way. Yeah. Like it's been amazing. That's awesome. So dynamitebeer.com. Yeah. Boom. Thanks to your friend. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Thanks, Josh. <laughs> awesome, man. Well, dude, I'd, I'd get another cheers, and I got a little bit well, left here. Fr- but <laughs> Flies up in here. Yeah. I have three fly traps in this place. <laughs> yeah. They're very, uh, they're very helpful at this, yeah. at this time of the <laughs> yeah. day. But, uh, dude, uh, once again, congratulations to you and your wife. Uh, and, and, and kids, too. I mean, that, that's, that is the yeah. great sign of, of a family place. There is a uh, – what do you even call that? What's a walker. Called? A walker. Yeah. <laughs> I have a one-year-old and a four-year-old. Yeah. So they're here yeah. all the time just playing around. and. Dude, what a enough. great time to start a business, right? I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> no, man, I'm excited for you. So, uh, dude, keep yeah. up the good work. And uh, if you guys are watching, listening, come check these guys out. Yeah. Thanks for coming. Awesome. Buddy.